Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. But first, let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites. The Financial Times reports that EY has paused its plan to split in two and made a fierce dispute over how much of its tax business should stay with the audit side of the firm. Julie Boland, the head of EY's US business, who has been picked to run EY after it spins off its consulting arm, told partners on a call yesterday that the deal needed to be reworked, according to people familiar with the matter. The US business accounts for about 40% of EY's $45 billion in global revenues business, giving it a very strong negotiating power in internal talks over the split. EY had planned to spin off the majority of its tax practice into a new group containing consulting and other advisory service lines, leaving only a minority of its tax experts in the audit-dominated firm after the separation. Newstalk is checking with EY in Ireland to see whether they are affected. Joe Brennan in the Irish Times reports that the weighted average variable mortgage rate charged by Irish so-called non-bank lenders on owner-occupied properties was 4.57% at the end of last year, compared to an average 3.5% charged by mainstream banks, according to data released by the Central Bank of Ireland. The figures for non-banks span loans acquired by investment firms that bought problem mortgages from big banks in the past decade. After the financial crash to lenders such as ICS Mortgages, Finance Ireland and Avant Money. However, the variable rates data would relate mainly to the investment funds, often referred to as vulture funds. Non-banks have entered the mortgage lending market in recent years and focused more on fixed-term rates, where the weighted average rate was 2.23%, according to sources familiar with the figures. That is lower than the 2.69% average fixed rate charged by Irish banks at the end of last year. Reuters reports that President Joe Biden's budget for the fiscal year 2024 will be released today. While the document is always a bit of a wish list, and especially so given the current divided U.S. Congress, the Democratic president's spending and revenue priorities will be key factors in upcoming negotiations with Republicans over raising the debt ceiling. Mr. Biden will restate his pledge to trim the national debt of $31 trillion over 10 years with tax hikes on companies and high earners. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.